It's Friday Ford Boy Farm 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 and I got Graham Gary here. How are ya? I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. We had a few technical difficulties. I got you on uh, the iPhone here. We're recording on GarageBand. Hopefully it works out pretty good. Sweet. And uh, just a little backstory. Uh, uh, what happened was you dropped this Instagram post that your uh, band Snooper is now on Spotify. And I was like, what? You have a band Snooper? This is cool. I didn't had no idea. And uh, so I listened to it. And then I was like, then I realized it's from 2004. This is an old recording. Who's who's in the band? How did it get started? Okay, so originally there was another band back in 94. Um, I answered, I replied to an ad for a bass player and joined a band we eventually called Far Gone. Yeah. And uh, it was with a couple of guys from North Kildonan. It was Rob Perkins on drums, Trevor Tominski on guitar, and Scott Hinkson on guitar as well. Um, we played for a few years, put out a couple of albums. Then I went to South Korea for a while, joined another band while I taught out there. Yeah. And when I came back, we formed Snooper. Uh, Trevor Tominski had formed his own band called um, Jet Set Satellite, and they had a Sony Sony Music Record label. Um, you know, they had a couple albums. Oh, for sure. A lot of radio play, I imagine. That's right. They did well. Um, so we formed out of the pieces of the, of the old Far Gone band without Trevor Tominski. Uh, I became a songwriter in vocals on guitar, Scott Hinkson on bass, and Rob Perkins on drums. Okay, so you're playing guitar and singing. That's right. Holy shit, man. It's incredible. I can't believe that. That's, that's insane. That's insane. So you only have, you only have the one album. That's right. We uh, we were all working guys by that time. We we're all about thirty years old, um, and we talked about touring. But we all had jobs and we had you know marriages going, so it was tough for us to get away. Under the radar. That's right. As I was telling you, I'm just really impressed. I love it. It's like garage rock, like solid rock and roll here. Sweet. You know, there's another band on uh, on Spotify that's easy to get confused with us. There's a snooper on there that has two little accents over the O's. Yes. And that's a different band. Yes, it totally is. Actually, they're not bad as well. They're not bad. I discovered them as well. But, you know, they're not about girls and cars. And that's what we're about. So Exactly. Now, listening to this, is a 13-track album. Um, as it goes on, I was wondering if... Uh, if it was almost like a concept album, because it seems like it starts off these, um, well, it's all, you got the Malibu, which is about Corey's car. By the way, Corey is a friend who is nickname is Snoops. Snooper or Snoops? Yeah, that's right. Oh, Snooper as well. So the, the band is named after Corey? There you go. <laughs> that's a good connection. He must have been so flattered. Well, you know what? Um, it's funny because I used to always talk about my friends by their nicknames. And so the guys, those North Cardone guys were always like entertained by the nicknames. Mm -hmm. So when we had a song about Corey's car, they're like, let's just call the band Snooper. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and as the, as the songs go on, it seems like there's a lot of uh, uh, struggle with, with women, personal struggles. I'm just like, once again, I'm just so impressed with the, the melodies and the guitar, your guitar, um, how you can dance around with the picking and just, it's so great. Oh, thanks. It's always nice to hear. Where was it recorded? 
Uh, this was done above two of the guys. So Scott, uh, the, the bassist in, in Snooper, was, was doing a lot of his own music. And so we had the equipment. Uh, we had gone from, in Fargon, we had a uh, four-track recording. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's just a very different scenario. It's very simple, and it's kind of like a, you have to watch the time meter as you wind it back. And then we went to digital by computer, and so everything becomes so simple. And uh, we can layer the vocals. We can, we can mix things. You know, we have just so much more ability. So Scott put together the mix for the bands. Uh, he sort of directed us when we were, we were recording, kind of, you know, try this lyric again, try it that way. And so right. he, he did a lot to shape the sound of the band. Right. So he's recording it at not in an official studio, but at his like home. That's right. Okay. And they had good microphones. They had good equipment uh, because he had been doing a lot of his own stuff. And, uh, and he knew what he was doing, so that worked out well. Yeah, it sounds great. And as a matter of fact, yeah, I was wondering if uh, other guys were doing backing vocals or, yeah, you were layering and harmonizing with yourself. Well, as Scott was doing some of the harmonizing. Mm-hmm. So there was layering. And you can tell when it's me layering the vocals and you can tell when Scott joins in. Right. <laughs> it's funny because listening to it, I, I, I was getting, uh, I was thinking like it's kind of like a cross between like a little Stone Temple Pilots and uh, a little platinum blonde, and not just because you have a song called "It Doesn't Really Matter." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it's also you got kind of the rock ballad with uh, "In the Shadow." Oh yeah, I can see that. And some, I lo- also love in, um, I believe it's uh, "Bullet on Bullet on the Fly." Is that right? That's right. Yeah. How it just starts off with a punch to the face with vocals and music, like right away. Like I just thought that's really cool. Oh yeah, I think we got a we got a review from uh, one of the newspapers that that thought you know they thought some of the album was kind of subdued, but they liked that song. That was kind of there. <laughs> really, there's so many killer tracks on this thing. Oh, uh, that's good to hear. You know, I I I don't mind listening to it still. You know, like I think a lot of um, like when you when you record songs and you play them at shows for a while, you sort of don't want to hear your own music anymore. But yeah, I find like you know people I know still listen to it and I still listen to it. I don't necessarily listen to all the songs, but I do like to listen to it. It's not a, uh, it, it didn't grow tiresome. Like, I think it's a pretty good album. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, especially like words, words like knives. It's very heavier. It's a heavy song. That's right. That's you, what it is. Yeah. You got hints of punk almost too. Like it's, it's, it's it's just a classic album to me. I, I just love it, man. I, I um oh right on over and over again. Who is right? And as far as the lyrics, uh, you did you write all the lyrics or was it a collective? Yes, I wrote all the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And were you going through some yeah. personal turmoil? <laughs> At all times, still true as it happens. Oh, for sure. Well, I guess that's what you do for song lyrics. You know, you kind of dig and sort of find out what's in your mind. Yeah. And uh, sometimes you just have a feeling and you kind of write. Towards that, sometimes you have an image in your mind. You write towards that, mm-hmm. and uh, you just have to try to cycle lyrics that kind of sound like they go together. And sometimes uh, it creates a feeling or a picture for people. Or um, yeah, it's kind of one of the fun parts about making music is is creating the lyrics and then you know looking back at what you're able to do and 
um, yeah, it's a fun creative process. Right. And did you guys play? Uh, did you play out live? We did. Yeah, we we did shows around the city. We did a CD release party. We did all those things. You know, it got some radio play, not a lot, but it got. I think '97 played it a few times. There was there a particular song that was the single? I think we put. Um, uh, let's see here, uh, flashing lights. Lights. Track number two. It's it's got a very catchy um it's got a fairly catchy line. To, you know, uh, it's got a hook to it that we thought okay that'll get people's attention. I think I might have chosen words like knives or Malibu for that, but you know the band together chose. Well, let's put flashing lights out there and see if that catches people. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's actually one line that I really like. I'm looking it up on my phone here because I wrote it down. I was like, oh, that is such a killer line. Sadness is the key that locks our hearts away. I think that is so cool. Oh, 
Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote that about my wife. I use a couple of songs that are about girls that were along the way. Mm-hmm. But that was about my wife, yeah. How long after the the album was released did the band break up? You know, it was never in real breakup. We just stopped playing shows. And, and uh, I think when, when uh, some of the guys... The guys knew that uh, we weren't going to tour. Um, the bass player who had his own musical projects turned his attention to those musical projects. Right. And uh, and since we live in different neighborhoods, we always came together to make music. Uh, we just didn't get together very much. Yeah, so we drifted. You know, I think that's probably the best description. Right. Yeah, I was a, I was enrolled in a graduate degree. Mm-hmm. And I was playing a lot of sports and just sort of got rolling in too many directions. I see. Yeah, it's just the way it goes. Uh, no, no chance of a reunion then. Well, I was talked about. Actually, I bumped into one of the guys one night, and we talked about our union, but uh, haven't got around to it yet. But you know, that'd be nice. Right on. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, listen. Uh, thanks for uh, taking the time to talk to me because you, I'm a huge fan now. <laughs> so, so I want a reunion. I want to see you guys live. I want to see you up on stage again. That sounds great. Yeah, I would like to do something like that. We'll see. I'm always looking for a new musical project. You know, it's uh, when you get down into the dad life and the professional life, mm-hmm. you don't get to meet the musicians as easily. So, yeah. So, are you recording any solo stuff right now? Uh, I put a few songs down and just on GarageBand, but you know, nothing, nothing that I'm performing on stages these days, which is you know, used to be fun. Oh, okay. Keeping it in the vault. Yeah, I haven't put it up on Spotify or anything like that. What? Uh, what is? It? If you could play one song, Graham, what song would? Is, do you have a favorite, or is it so hard to choose which one would be your favorite? Well, I think words like knives is my favorite. <laughs>
like Malibu. I like the journey. I like, uh, yeah, those are all my favorite songs. Well, I'm going to definitely choose one of those and put it up and let the, let everyone know to uh, check it out on Spotify. It's only on Spotify. It's not on Apple Music, I noticed. Oh, it's, uh, it should be up on Apple Music. Oh, okay. Well, I stand corrected. Go check out uh, Apple Music, Spotify. and Look for Snooper on Spotify without the little accents over the O's, and that'll be me. Look for songs about girls and cars and you know, right. important things in life, right? Right, right. Under the radar. Thanks, Graham Gary. Okay, thanks.